0: Hi, I'm John Mather, Nobel Prize Laureate and Senior Scientist for the James Webb Space Telescope at NASA, and you're listening to The Soul of Life. Hey everyone, it's Keith Miller, host of The Soul of Life podcast. Like you, I'm preparing to wrap 2020 and move on to a new year this week. Since my real job when I'm not podcasting is helping people hack their minds to make changes in habits and to get results in their relationships and in life... This is a Soul of Life bonus episode to give you ways to reflect on being who you want to be in 2021. Your brain is a connection machine. Its number one job is to move electricity around in the most efficient way possible. I'll tell you how that can work to your advantage. In the 1990s, we discovered for the first time something called neuroplasticity. It's hard to imagine this, but prior to the 90s, brain scientists basically thought that childhood was the only time that brain structures could develop or change. Now we know that all through our lives, our brain is capable of learning and mastering tasks the way youthful brains are. But there's one catch, and I'll tell you about that. Tell you how you can get your brain working for you a lot more, whether that's in academics, performing at work, or having consistency that makes you a better romantic partner, a better parent or just a person that people want more in their lives because when you show up, there's a sense that something good's going to happen. First, let me reflect a little bit on this podcast that I started, The Soul of Life. I started it when my brain wasn't performing the way I expected it to. My journey towards remembering who I am led me to realize I had a form of depression, which is the brain's way of saying, hey, you're asking me to do something I can't do. Neuropsychiatrist Dr. Kurt Thompson said it much better than me back in episode 11. When we are disconnected from ourselves, so it's this sense that I'm disconnected not just in the abstract, like I don't know about this part of my story, but like that literally correlates with a part of my brain where the memory of that story is housed is cut off from my prefrontal cortex, the part of me that knows that I know that I know. And when those parts of the brain, those parts of my mind, are disconnected from one another, I actually have to burn more energy. Your brain is a connection machine. I started this podcast to bring together, to make connections with medical and mental health healers, scientists, musicians, athletes, and spiritual leaders to find deeper meaning and joy to energize our lives. I hope that my work each week producing The Soul of Life is connecting you to who you really are. Not the person you have to present to others, not the person that says what others need to hear, but your being, your soul. I just wrapped season one of The Soul of Life with 18 episodes, and I'll release season two each week starting February 5th, so stay tuned. Let's get back to how you can hack your brain's connection potential and give you a way to do that right now today. By the way, I'll be releasing bonus episodes like this one each week, leading up to the launch of Season 2 on February 5th. And if you appreciate this show, please consider showing me your appreciation by becoming a patron of the show. That means a financial supporter. You can do that now from the show's website, souloflifeshow.com, under Patreon. And by the way, I do 100% of the production for this weekly show myself, which is a full-time gig. But... That's meant pulling back from the work I normally do to pay the bills, my counseling practice, and your support will help me meet my goal of producing an episode each week all throughout the new year. Thank you very much. So I was saying that your brain is a connection machine. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, one of the principles of the brain that would be familiar to any of my clients is this idea that energy follows attention energy follows attention. When we focus on something, it creates a real physical event. A physical chemical structure is formed inside the neurons of your brain. Literally. Like if you wanted to dye your hair red, if you have that thought, it starts with a tiny passing impulse. Then you spend time focusing on it and you feel some emotion moving, some energizing to either do it or not doing it and so on. So when you focus on something, you get energy. Energy follows attention. So let me ask you, where are you putting your attention for 2021? I know that's a big question, but I'm here doing the Soul of Life podcast to remind you and anyone listening that it matters. It matters where you put your attention. I want to illustrate for you and and demonstrate how your body wants to perform to give you an idea of how you can open up more of that ability to perform and call on what you need when you need it. Your body wants to perform. Your mind wants to make connections. But it has to be asked. That's the, the trick. It has to be asked. And I'll tell you how this works in babies in just a minute because it's super obvious and dramatic in babies. Less dramatic, but just as powerful, even if we're 95 years old. So here's what I want you to do. Here's the exercise. Wiggle one of your toes. doesn't matter which one of your feet you're doing it in. I'm going to ask you to shift your attention from me to, we'll just say, your feet, your toes. So choose one of your feet. Just wiggle your toes. How are you performing this simple physical task of wiggling your toes? Now don't think too much about the answer. Don't try to explain it to yourself and, and don't try to form words. I want you to get in touch with the actual sense, the internal sense, what we what we would call proprioception of the body. Right? How do you know that you're wiggling your toe? Can you sense or feel how it actually works without explaining it? Most people just tell me uh, yeah, I just wiggle my toe. Like, there's no explanation, right? They just do it. Sound about right to you? I'll tell you a little bit more about how you're wiggling your toes. You believe it's possible to do it. You focus on it. And it happens, right? I'm going to just say that again. You believe that it's possible to do it. You focus on it. In other words, you invest in it. And then it happens. Now, there's a lot of different labels we can give to this. You can choose the one that fits for you best. Many people would call this an act of faith. So you're kind of using like your faith muscles, spiritual kind of principle, a a meta awareness that our brains seem to be wired with. A neurobiologist would call it something different, of course, maybe action potential or something, but whatever. The point is that potential isn't reached unless it's called upon by you. Now, another term for this is mindfulness, paying full attention to each moment. And by the way, I can't wait to speak with Ellen Langer in season two of The Soul of Life. She's a pioneering woman whose research on mindfulness for decades has given her the title of Mother of Mindfulness. So that's going to be pretty cool. So mindfulness, you know, this idea is that you have to believe it to call upon it. You have to act in faith as if it is happening right now, as if it is possible right now. And then it becomes right now. So, I mean, I realize this can sound a bit like name it, claim it, televangelism to some people, but this stuff is bedrock science. And for those of you who grew up in, you know, spiritual traditions like Sunday school or Hebrew school or catechism or other faiths, it has a familiar ring to it, right? It's it's this sort of faith of a mustard seed or the parable of the widow and her two coins. So consider this as you're about to pass into a new year. Each breath you take is an act of faith because from one moment to the next, we're asking our body to show up for us. And what happens? It does. This is such an amazing miracle that we we never really stop to notice it. But if we do, it unlocks a hidden potential that you have at your disposal anytime you want to do something new or something you want to change, something that seems impossible to do. I often share my amusement with people when I'm teaching mindfulness uh, and I ask people why we pay so much attention to babies, newborns. Uh, When my wife and I brought our two babies home now 13 and 15 years ago, uh, we showed them to everyone. There wasn't a single person we met that didn't say something to those babies. Everyone interacted or wanted to interact with babies. They just sort of inspire that. And why do we do this? Why do we talk to babies? They can't understand us. They can't talk to us. They can't really do anything for us. So why do we do it? We have faith and we believe that they will talk to us one day. That they will understand us one day. And what happens? Well, the rest is history. They become teenagers. But we know that the brain lights up and it's doing a huge amount of work even when we just ask it to, when we don't see the results, when we imagine something. There are real physical events happening in your brain. That's not nothing happening. The brain says, Ah, I'm going to make this happen. And as much as you Long for and keep your attention on it, as silly as it may seem, like wiggling your toes. Eventually, it just happens. And you can get to where you need to go. Now let's deepen this experiment for a moment. Let's make this practical for you. I want to ask you to bring to mind something in your life that feels hard for you. Maybe it feels like a failure. uh, Something that's maybe a dark spot. Disappointment or an anxiety. Something even that feels hopeless remember how I just asked you to wiggle your toe? You probably just did it, right? It should have been easy. You just asked it to happen and it happened or something like that. So my challenge to you today is to keep that similar kind of primitive connection to yourself and particularly around this area that seems hard, that seems stuck. As you prepare for a new year and you hold your attention on this thing that's disappointment or maybe you dread or you just don't want to pay attention to it, You're going to be holding your attention to it on purpose, kind of the way you would respond to a baby if somebody handed you a baby or maybe a puppy. You would just naturally respond to it. It sort of just deserves your attention. And that's the way I want you to think about these things in your life that maybe you'd rather avoid. Dark feelings, difficult feelings. Pay attention to them as though they belong there. As though you expect something to come from them Even if you don't know what it is That's faith Being okay with the uncertainty And the kind of attention you pay to it Should be the same as That primitive level of wiggling your toe that I mentioned You have no idea how the heck this is going to work But here goes, right? That You're just going to try it And do this for at least a full minute Maybe after this episode You just take a moment and meditate on that And do it for a full minute, and then for at least three times a day, maybe five times a day, you just check in for 30 seconds or a minute, give full attention, the same way you just wiggled your toe, right? You just give it attention. You don't even know what you're supposed to be asking. It's very primitive, very simple-minded, or what we might call beginner's mind. And and just follow the results. Allow yourself to notice what happens. There isn't anything that's supposed to happen. Now some of you may think here that what I'm doing is asking you to pray, in fact. It has a similar ring to it and you wouldn't be far off to assume that. It has the same form as what we might call contemplative prayer, the kind of prayer that's a letting go and an opening up as opposed to the kind of shopping list kind of prayer that sometimes, you know, we we do. I want this and I want that and um, I'm sorry about this. and um, It's a opening kind of prayer rather than kind of a rambling, anxious stream of thoughts. So there you have it. You've wiggled your toes and now you're praying. Okay, so if you are confused even a little bit, just trust me. This is simple stuff and you don't have to overthink this very much. And it's more about just sort of following the leader, following my prompts um, and trying something new that you might not know where it's going to lead. And that is a skill in and of itself that can open up our hearts, open up our minds, and get us into the right mindset for new things to happen. Baby, I am all If there's one thing that I can promise you with all of my heart that I know will not hurt us one bit in 2021, it's that we can use a practice of prayer or meditation or reflection, whatever you want to call it, for the new year. I'd love to hear how this works for you or questions you have about it. And one way I'm making this possible is creating a space online where this conversation can uh, show up from the episodes on The Soul of Life and it can become a community where you can get to know each other and interact with each other and I'll be there interacting. So click on the links below if you're watching the video or get to the show website souloflifeshow.com to find the link to Patreon. Come on, baby, follow me. And that's where you're gonna find a way to get linked into the Discord channel, which is kind of like a Facebook group, but only cooler and private and not on a stage. Um, by contributing an amount that feels right to you to support the Soul of Life, you gain access to the Soul of Life Discord channel. And that's a place where I think it's gonna be a cool way to explore what community can look like with people who are interested in the same kinds of things, tapping into who they're meant to be expanding their life and growing into their full potential. Thanks for your support. Just visit souloflifeshow.com and go to Patreon. I will join you in this prayer and in this mindset that calls for possibility in 2021. Happy New Year.